Welcome to Monthly Movie Matchup. I'm Daniel. I'm Peter. And this is a matchup catch-up between two friends talking about the movies we have watched over the month. No big themes, no big structure, just two nerdy white guys talking about movies. And this episode, we are talking about March 2020. Peter, what was your March 2020 like? My March 2020, as a whole, was a bit weird. Um, you might have known there's this thing called coronavirus going around. What? It's, it's impacted my life a little bit. Um, Whoa. Is it like forcing yeah. you to stay home and just watch an excessive amount of movies? Yeah, it is actually. I mean, Whoa. Because of I'm virus, feeling those I'm... symptoms as well. Really? Wow. Man, Maybe that's is... one of the symptoms of coronavirus. An excessive amount of movies watching? Yeah. Mm, mm, I mm. very much mm. feel that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy how much. Like, it actually has impacted how many movies I watch. Like, to like an unbelievable amount. Like, I was having a slow <laughs> march in my movie watching, and then, boom, coronavirus. Yeah. No uni. Uni cancelled. 2020 <laughs> cancelled. <laughs> yeah. I but still yeah. have uni. I just haven't been doing a lot of uni. <laughs> oh, dude. My, yeah. I go back to uni pretty soon, and it's just like... Yeah. Yeah, Is it cool. Tomorrow for you? Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow uni starts. Well, that's when uni starts, but my classes don't start till Tuesday. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, fun, fun. All right, Peter, how many movies did you watch yeah. in the month of March? Uh, from my count, it's 37. Okay, okay. Uh, what about you? I got 25. Um, yeah, wow, that's a lot, Peter. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies, like, a lot. And I had a slow start as well. In the first six days, I only watched three movies. In the first six days, I watched two movies. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's been a weird month. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I watched that then, and, like, you just go down, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. what a weird month it was. It's kind of wild, you know? I'm wondering if there should yeah. be a thing, like... If we watch more movies than days there are in a month, is that an achievement? Is that a reward? I think that's... Hmm. I, I think know, that's a I, good thing. I don't know how we're going to reward I think that's a bad ourselves. thing, but sure. <laughs> you reckon? Well, I don't know. That's a lot of movies. I think, I think in this time of quarantine, it's a good thing. Okay, yeah. Look, it makes there sense. are places it, to go outside. proving that you're staying home. Yeah. And yeah, take the that. Thing. People are going to Bondi Beach. Yeah, boo, Bondi Beach. Boo the beach. I hate the beach. Um, I'm very much anti-beach, but political uh, things aside, um, the beaches suck. Everyone should know that. Anti-beach. <laughs> All right. Very epic. All right, so what was the first movie you watched? First movie I watched on March 1st was Richard Jewell. Richard uh, Jewell. Richard Jewell. Clint they Eastwood. railroaded him. Clint they Eastwood's railroaded. 2019 masterpiece. It's not a masterpiece. It's, it's not a masterpiece. It's okay. <laughs> How, what, did, what rating did you give it? I gave it three and a half stars. That's um, it. For people, at, for people at home, we use Letterboxd. Get on Letterboxd. Follow us. Peter Brown. Daniel Pearson. Letterboxd, please, please support us. Please yeah. sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, three. That's not too bad. Should I, watch, should I watch it? 
yeah. I mean, you haven't seen Sully, right? No, no. I haven't seen okay. good people doing good at their job. Okay, watch Sully. Is and it, then if is you that like, like Sully, then watch Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell is kind of like a worse version of Sully, I'd say. What what do you actually think of Clint Eastwood as a director, though? I haven't honestly. I have not seen that many Clint Eastwood movies. Have you seen Million Dollar Baby? No, I have not. Have you seen Gran Torino? No, I have not. Now okay. that I'm thinking about it, maybe it's just Sully and Richard Jewell. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you should uh, you should probably watch those two. Yeah. Um, you haven't seen Jersey Boys? Nope. Don't watch oh it. It's really bad. I've seen, I've seen American Sniper. I've seen American oh, Sniper. I haven't seen Sniper. I've also seen Fifteen Seventeen to Paris. That's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I I totally forget that's a movie that happened. I watched that in cinemas. I went to the cinemas alone to watch Fifteen Seventeen to Paris. It was Wait, awful. Out of all the movies you can go see alone at yeah. the movies, you went and saw the Fifteen to Seventeen to Paris. What a title, though. 15 to 17. Wait, 15, 17. The, the 15, 17 to Paris. The, the 15, so there's an article at the front? The 15, the 15 17 whoa. to Paris. <laughs> what a stupid title. What made people it, think that that would work? It was really bad because, yeah, like, sure you know the premise that they, like, they got the real heroes yeah. to play themselves, yeah. which just means that they can't act. Like, they're not... Engaging screen presences. They're boring. What movies would be good if they actually got the real heroes to play themselves? Mm, That's a hard one. Would Sully be good if Sully played Sully? (laughs) I don't think so. No? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is very steady. You relate to Tom Hanks. You you trust Tom Hanks. I do trust Tom Hanks. I don't know know if I trust Sully as much as I trust Tom Hanks. I think Tom Hanks would die for me. Tom Hanks would die for us all. Tom Hanks is the hero we don't deserve. Yeah. And Corona didn't get him. Good on him. Corona did not get him. Well done, Tom. Good also, on sorry you, Tom. that our country infected you with coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, we are uh, apologizing on all the whole, the, the entire um, behalf of the country of Australia. Uh, we, we apologize. Yeah, that was that, was that bad. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, my first movie for the month was Rachel Getting Married. Um, I also watched that this month. Hey. So, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a massive theme that you and I both listen to Blank Check a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And so Great a lot podcast. of Blank Check movies are going to be popping up. Um, and, yeah, Rachel Getting Married, Jonathan Demme, 2008. Uh, man, do I love this movie. <laughs> I really like it. Um, I gave it four out of five, uh, which is an eight out of ten, which is a great movie. Yeah. What do you think? I gave it. Yeah, I gave it a seven. A seven, which for me is like a pretty good movie. I didn't love it as much as maybe I thought I would. Like, if you describe this movie to me, it sounds like it'd be my jam, but something about it just just didn't do it for me. What was, the so- what was the something about it? I don't know. I don't know. I think I struggled relating to Anne Hathaway. Really? A little bit, yeah. Dude, I found that so easy. Man, yeah, I really liked it. Um, mm. I, 
I yeah, I'm waiting for my Blu-ray copy to arrive um, because it's that kind of movie. Cool. What was your next movie? My next movie was Parasite for the second time. Yeah, okay. So I saw that yeah. earlier in February. Yeah. I don't know how much we need to say about Parasite except that it's a good movie and people should watch it's, it. It's a very good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Like, Look, controversial take. Parasite is a good movie. Um, like I, I mean, don't say that too loud. Yeah, I might be saying that too loud, but Parasite is a good movie. Parasite is good. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's like Bong mm. Joon-ho is like a really good director. What did you watch next? Uh, I watched, <laughs> I watched, speaking of Tom Hanks, I watched a documentary called California Typewriter. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I decided that I would get into typewriters. Um, <laughs> as you do, I watched this documentary and then like the next day I decided that I would buy a typewriter. And so I did. And I bought a typewriter and now I own a typewriter uh, and I love it. Tom Hanks is in it because he's uh he's known as a massive typewriter collector. Really? Yeah, he talks about how he owns like a hundred or something typewriters in the documentary. Wow. And like everything he writes, he writes on a typewriter. It's either like yeah. pen to paper or paper to typewriter. Like no computers, just mainly typewriter. Um how so, yeah. do you say that? I can't I can't really picture Tom Hanks sitting down at a laptop. Yeah. He does seem at home at a typewriter. Yeah. Mm. I just think about all the movies where he has a typewriter now. Like, pretty sure there's a typewriting scene in Catch Me If You Can. Um, yeah. Typewriters. Pretty cool stuff. All right. What else did you watch? I watched Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, Kung okay. Kung Fu Panda is great. I love Kung Fu Panda. Okay, I probably watched it a year or two ago, maybe two years ago. Uh, no, it is not that great. Um, it is great. There are other, I watched it there when are... I was maybe 11 and then rewatched it in March. And oh, I love this movie so much. I was expecting the movie to be better when I watched it and it wasn't. And I got really upset about that. I was like, <sighs> like, uh, but there are other movies that I've rewatched, like, like Ice Age. And that movie is great. Ice Age better than Country Panda. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, I have not seen Ice Age in a while. Well, you should watch Ice Age but... and people should stop uh, abusing Ice Age Baby because he's innocent. He's so ugly. Uh, he's innocent, um, okay? It was early 2000s. Don't be mean to Ice Age. Kung Panda honks. Like this movie, I can't. It's so cool. I know it's got, I a, it I know, so I know it's got a honking soundtrack. I remember. The soundtrack is incredible. I love like every character in the movie. Tai Lung is awesome. Ian McShane, his voice is so, like, menacing and authoritative. Him and Jack Black together, like, such beautiful energy. I love this movie. Okay, maybe I need to rewatch Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I think you should. It's good. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, next movie I watched was Mission Impossible 2, because I had to watch it for Ooh. uni. Yeah, university. I also watched Mission Impossible 2 this month. Did you watch it for uni? Uh, no, my uni is not that cool. <laughs> Don't worry, neither is mine. Um, yeah, Mission Impossible yeah. 2 is a movie. It's not a great movie, but I had a lot of fun no. watching it. It's 
parts of it, I'd say, are very fun. I watched it really late at night. It was nearly midnight and I was watching it and I started getting delirious and I I was having a ball, not going to lie. I'm happy that it's a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, I think the fact that we went from De Palma's Mission Impossible 1 to John Woo's Mission Impossible 2 really opened up the franchise to go in like very exciting avenues. Yeah, you say that, but then like it goes to J.J. Abrams and then it kind of just has this J.J. Abrams tone throughout the rest of the series. I don't know if I agree. Three, four, five, and six are very similar in tone. They're more similar, but I think three is quite different to four, and that's different to five and six. But but it still has J.J.'s fingerprints over four. Like, I know it is a Brad Bird movie. I think four is more playful and fun. I think playful five and, and six, fun. playful and fun. I think oh. five and six are a bit more serious, and three is kind of JJ's gritty, shaky cam kind of. It's a good JJ. Movie. I, I think it's. I watched all six um, Mission Impossible's this month. Oh, then let's just talk about the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I, I think Mission Impossible three is maybe the most JJ movie ever JJ'd. Uh, I would say Super Raiders. Mm. Um, I've not seen that in a long time. You should watch Super Raiders because it's actually secretly a great movie that no one talks about. Um, yeah. I will defend Super 8 till my dying breath um, okay. because Super 8 is good. Like it's, it's JJ being Spielberg and I like that. I'm a big fan of people being Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg is pretty cool. Like as a director? Spielberg? Yeah, Spielberg. Spielberg. I like him. I like him. Stevie. Stevie boy. Um, oh, Steve Bergs? Steve, Steve Bergs. Steve Bergs. If you, if you had to rank the Mission Impossibles, how do you rank them? What's your order? Um, six, four, five, three, one, two. That's remarkably similar, similar to mine. I'm guessing you have four higher? Yeah, I have four, six, five. Yeah. Three, one, two. How good yeah. is Philip Seymour Hoffman in Mission Impossible 3? <gasps> Philip Seymour Hoffman in Mission Impossible 3, incredible. One of the best villain performances of all time. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very, very, very good. good. Um, yeah, I think Mission Impossible movies are very good. Cool. Yeah. That's the Mission Impossible yeah, Mission Mission Impossible movies are awesome. I'm, I'm happy that there are more. Um, yeah, seven and eight coming soon. Well, maybe not. Um, <laughs> well, no movies are ever going to be released. Okay, what is the next movie that you watched? The next movie I watched is The Truth About Charlie. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, this is again a part of my demi watch through for the Blank Check podcast. Truth about Charlie, I didn't like it. Can we just tell them uh, to listen to the Blank Check episode? Listen to the Blank Check. Go. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you're not listening to Blank Check, what are you doing? You should probably listen to Why? Blank Check because Blank Check is <laughs> yeah, much better. Um, Literally pause this podcast and leave. Go away. Yep. And then come back. Yeah, listen to all of Blank Check and then come back to us. Yes. Um, yes. See you in a year or two. Um I have not listened to all of Blank Check. Neither have I. And I'm I will one day. I, I don't think I will. Um 
Okay, my next movie was True Romance, a Tony Scott movie written by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I had never seen it. I bought a Blu-ray copy of it because I was like, it's written by Tarantino. Let's see what it's like and read some reviews. Um, and then the credits started rolling at the end. Like, it's a good movie, great action. It's Tony Scott. It's 90s <laughs> Tony Scott because he kind of like switches in the 2000s kind of does this switch where he's like 90s Tony Scott to 2000s Tony Scott and he just decided hey I'm gonna teach everyone how to shoot action in a completely different way um yeah interesting guy um but the credits roll and it's like Val Kilmer and I was like who the heck was Val Kilmer Val Kilmer was in this movie and like throughout the movie there's this like the main guy played by Christian Slater has an imaginary friend and his imaginary friend is Elvis Presley. And I Googled it and it was Val Kilmer playing Elvis Presley, but you never see his face. What? And I was like, that's so weird. I, what a choice. Val Kilmer, probably friends with Tony Scott. He's in Top Gun, which is another Tony Scott movie. So mm-hmm. yeah, true romance, yeah. pretty good movie. Gave it seven out of 10. Nice. Uh, my next movie was Yesterday, the 2019 Danny Boyle Beatles movie. Mm. I really like Yesterday. I like Yesterday it's as well. Good. People bashed it when it came out. Like critics didn't like it very much. Yeah, but, but I loved still, it. We know that critics are silly and that we're right. Yes. <laughs> because critics are one unanimous blob that all believe the same thing. Yep. Yep. Um, and they all hated Yesterday. And yesterday is a good movie, and it's nice, and it's it's nice, and it's happy, and it's nice. Yep, it's a nice movie with yep. nice music in it. Uh huh. Really it makes me feel nice. Really kicked uh, me off in like going through all the Beatles music. Like I'd like the Beatles, and then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna deep dive the Beatles and like find a bunch of weird songs. I found some that I've never heard before, and I was like, these are good. Shout out to Getting Better off Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Good song. Cool. My next two movies are Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13. Ah, uh, yes. I've watched Ocean's 11 so many times, but I, I, I don't really watch Ocean's 12 and 13. So I was like, okay, I should probably rewatch these. Uh, and look, they are so much better than I thought they were. Um, yeah. I was a big hater on 12 for a long time, uh, but I've really come around to it now. I'm like, oh, 12 oh, is actually. 12 is weird. 12 is weird, but I really like it. Yeah, the good kind of weird. Yeah, I was listening to the Rewatchables podcast and they were talking about Ocean's 12. And like, I really like Steven Soderbergh. I think he's a pretty interesting director. And so I was like, oh, I should watch this. And it's just, it's really fun. It's really fun. Um, but I would, I might argue that Ocean's 13 is more fun than 12. I've never seen 13. You haven't seen 13? No, that's not true. One time at a sleepover, I watched Ocean's 13. But I hadn't seen Ocean's Eleven or Twelve, and I was very tired, and I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah, I should rewatch Thirteen. Thirteen's really interesting. Al Pacino. I mean, mm. I think that's what really shocked me. I was like, Al Pacino's in this. Whoa, trippy. Have you seen Eight? Ocean's Eight. Yes, I have seen Ocean's Eight. What did you think of Ocean's Eight? No, 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 no. I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of fun. It was a decent heist movie. It, the biggest thing Ocean's 8 doesn't have that it needs is Steven Soderbergh. He's what makes those movies, those movies. 
because he's like really cool. So like something like um Logan Lucky. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen Logan. Lucky. Another Steven Soderbergh movie, which is about a heist and all that. Um, really, really good movie. I think I ranked it higher than Ocean's Thirteen and Twelve. Um, there's a great throwaway joke where this lady from like one of the southern states is like, they're calling it Ocean Seven Eleven, and I was like, I like that. Joke. <laughs> but Logan Lucky, like that shows you that it's Soderbergh who makes these movies good. It's not the idea; it's the director. I mean, I think Clooney and Pitt are pretty big helping hand in that as well. <sighs> yeah, but like. Like, Logan Lucky doesn't have Clooney or Pitt in it, but it's just as cool as Ocean's 11 and 12 and 13. Yeah, Logan Lucky, good movie, but didn't watch it this mm. month. All right, what did you watch next? Um, I know it's not a movie, but I watched Cheer, the Netflix documentary That's series. not a movie, get out of here. It's really good. The, uh, the, next movie the podcast is watched. called Monthly Movie Matchup, not m- Monthly TV Show, whatever you, the heck you watched. Okay, watch Cheer. Uh, the next movie I watched was Going Clear, Scientology in the Prison of... Mm, good documentary. Mm. I thought it was I thought it was good, but not great. I mean, Scientology is weird, right? And I'm glad I watched it, but like, I don't know. You know what? I, it's Elron Hubbard's lips. I can't get myself off those lips. <laughs> Whenever I see him talk, I think he's a fish. Yeah, he's got really, really yeah. rubbery lips. And he's like... Rah, rah, rah. Why did I do that? No one can see what I'm doing. No. Podcasts. Podcasts are an audio medium. It's an audio medium. Why did I? Yeah, cool. Yeah, going clear. Scientology, pretty whack. Mm. Scientology's weird. Elbron Hubbard, weird dude. Weird dude, weird dude. The next movie I watched was Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Um, this is... What is that? How do I describe Faster Pussycat Kill Kill? Um, it's kind of sexploitation kind of film uh, from the 60s. Um, Russ Meyer is the director. I had to watch it for uni for one of my classes. Um, yeah, really weird movie. I didn't really enjoy it. I found everyone pretty deplorable uh, and not even deplorable in a good sense. Like, I, I like bad people in movies, but I like bad people being good. Like, bad people being good in their job, uh, which we'll talk about in a movie later that I watched this month. But, um, yeah, that's Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. It's interesting. You should at least watch it for the sake of knowing, you know, sexploitation cinema from the 60s. All right, next movie I watched, Stop Making Sense. Mm, bing bong, I watched mm. that as well this month, but, like... Yeah. It's like my third last movie I watched this month. I watched it twice this month. Hey yo. Once. Once on the 9th of March. Once on the 30th of March. It's great. I love Stop Making Sense. Stop Making Sense? Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. Good movie. Probably the best concert movie ever. Definitely the best concert movie I've seen. Well, yeah. The, the Last Waltz is another good one. But yeah, Stop Making Sense has just that little extra uh, taste of style. It kind of just pushes it over the edge. It's, it's so great. I can't put into words how like... I have a, fe- I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Stop Making Sense every month. Um, I think so. At least one of us will probably watch it every yeah. month. 
because it's a happy movie and it makes you feel warm and good inside during such terrible times uh, at the moment because I don't know if you know this, but the world kind of sucks at the moment. Yeah, world? Not good right now. Yeah, not good. Uh, my rating of the world is zero stars. Um, Ooh, just saying. Uh, my next movie that I watched was Ricky and the Flash. I also watched Ricky and the Flash. Yeah. Um, yeah, what did you think of Ricky? Were you ready for Ricky? I wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, I know I was texting you. And I was talking about how <laughs> Rick Springfield's eyes are really distracting uh, and how I don't think he's a good actor. Yeah, I didn't love Ricky and The Flash. Yeah, neither did I. I didn't mind The Flash, actually. The Flash, I was pretty good with. I think it was Ricky was more my problem. I really liked Ricky's daughter. Um, I thought she was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. I didn't love Ricky's daughter. I love the stepmom. You're wrong. Okay, the stepmom is good. The stepmom is very good. Yeah. But Ricky's daughter is is pretty good as well. Um, I think I love Meryl Streep. I'm a Meryl Streep stan. Really? Meryl Streep stan? I don't know if stan is the right word. She's good. I I like her, but like... I don't think she was very good in this. I don't stan Meryl Streep. Also, it's it's really a bummer that this is the last, like, movie, the last narrative that Jonathan Demme directed. That is very sad. Yeah. Jonathan Demme, good director. Good director. Favorite Demme? <sighs> Stop Making Sense? So it's a toss-up between Stop Making Sense know. and Silence of the and Lambs? Silence, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. Stop Making Sense is... Mm-hmm. Silence of the Lambs really good as well. I really like Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good movies. Yeah. Um, my. Oh, sorry. No, you go. You go. One. You go. I was going to say my next three movies are Manchurian Candidate, Rachel Getting Married, and A Master Builder. Okay. Um, um, listen to the Black Jack episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Manchurian Candidate, I liked. I thought it was a fun I gave movie. it a good. I thought it was a really good movie. Um, yeah. 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 I thought Leib Schreiber is really good in that movie. Mm. Um, yeah. I really like him in that movie. Yeah. Denzel does his Denzel thing. Denzel being Denzel. Meryl's, Meryl's pretty good, I thought. Meryl playing a deplorable, and that's all mm. right. Yeah, okay. Um, um, Rachel Getting Married, we already talked about. A Master Builder. One of the weirdest movies I've ever seen. Please no, I did not watch it, and I don't plan to watch it. It's, <laughs> it's Wallace Shawn. I'm glad I watched it. It's Wallace Shawn. It's, it's, it's so weird. Yep, um, I'm sure it is. If you haven't seen it, watch the clip of him saying, come in. <laughs> it's great. Cool, cool. <laughs> That's it. Okay. That's all I'm going to say about a master builder. Um, what did you watch next? Well, because it's March and we're living in such terrible times, like the rest of the world, I watch Contagion. Um, I, I also watched Contagion. That was my second movie. Everyone's watched Contagion this of course. month, honestly. Um, yeah, not a good idea to watch this movie. Um, no. It, it starts, made me quite paranoid. It starts on a black screen and someone coughing. Um, not cool. Otherwise than that, a really good movie. Great movie. Uh, uh, eight out of ten. Mm. I, again, have you seen? 
Have you seen Folding Ideas' video about how he comes to watch Contagion? No. Alright, after this, go on YouTube and search Folding Ideas Contagion. Basically, this dude's just been, like, lying on his couch and watching Contagion multiple times a day for the last, like, three weeks. He can't stop watching Contagion. That is very unhealthy. <laughs> it's, it's very unhealthy, and he's aware of it. It's a great video. Um, it kind of sums up a lot of how I'm feeling about coronavirus. Another... Contagion um... is a really good movie. Yeah, another um, Steven Soderbergh movie I watched this month, actually. Mm. Again, Steven Soderbergh, really, really good director. And this is getting him pre-announcing, like... So before he does Logan Lucky, he announced that he was retiring. And then Logan Lucky was his movie coming out of retirement. Yeah. Because he realized that he can't actually retire because he likes it too much. He likes making movies. And look, if I was him, I probably would enjoy making movies as well. Because he's an interesting dude. Like, yeah, if you're that good at it. But that movie, I kind of want to watch Contagion again, to be honest. I know. I really want to watch it with people. I watched it by myself. Me too. Just the ending of that movie really gets you. Because they, mm. they hold off from showing you day one until the very end. And you just see that it's bats and you're like, okay. Um, uh, I, I, I'm going to be very quick with my next one. Um, I'm not sure if it counts as a movie, but I'm going to count it as a movie. Uh, Wolfpack live at Madison Square Garden, uh, a, uh, a band that I really like. They released a concert movie last year uh, and I watched that because it made me happy and I like the music. Uh, that's Wolfpack live at Madison Square Garden. Great band. Everyone should listen to them. Cool. What do you have? Um, Give me your like next three or something. All right. Well, my next one was Ricky, but we'll skip that. Yep. And then I watched uh, The Two Popes, the Netflix movie. Oh, yeah. Popes, and there are two of. Yeah, there are two popes. What did you there give that movie? Popes. I gave it three stars. Okay, I gave it four. I, I thought it was fine. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Think? Yeah? Yeah, I thought, yeah, I th- uh, Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins were batting very well. I think they were both doing good work. Yeah. I, really- I, was, I, I got a little bit bored, being honest. Have you seen City of God? No, I have not. Okay, so it's the same director um, for Two Popes. And you can... City, City of God is like, let's do Goodfellas, but in Brazil and in the slums. Good movie, good movie. Um, but yeah, Two Popes, I like it. I thought it was very good. You should like it more. Okay. Um, then after that, I watched Wally. Okay. Who did that one? Was this that a hot? Uh, who did direct it? Andrew Staten. Staten. I, I want to say it's Staten. Yeah, I think. I think I'm pretty sure Stan. Yeah. What's your hot take? Hot take. I don't like Wally that much. I haven't seen it in years. I probably haven't seen it in like five years. So yeah, I hadn't seen it in eight, like basically since it came out on DVD. Yeah, and then I watched it, and it it didn't do it for me. I should rewatch Wally. I feel like that would be a great big screen movie to watch. I listened to the soundtrack. Yeah. I listened to Thomas Newman's score, and I really like it. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, this is some good music. Cool. What else? Yeah, I've been thinking about doing a big Pixar rewatch. But I don't know. I'll see. Uh, um, 
And the next thing I watched was 12 Angry Men. Oh! I'd never, oh, I'd never seen it before. Oh, and I watched great it. Movie. Great really, movie. Really great movie. Really great movie. watched it when I was in year 12, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get all my friends to watch it. Because I was just like, this movie is so good and everyone should know about it. Um, yeah. Is that Sydney Lamette directing? Yes, I believe I, so. I, I mix it up between the two Sydneys, Sydney Pollock and Sydney Lamette. Um, no, it's, it's Sydney Lamette. Yeah. Uh, really, really good movie. When, uh, when Henry Fonda comes in with the same blade and just stabs <sighs> it on the table, it's a really like, oh my goodness, holy moly, let's go, rock and roll. So good. I, so good. Oh man, I really want to watch it again. Oh, should I watch Twelve Angry Men today? Oh, we'll find out. Um, you'll find out next month if I watch Twelve Angry Men. Um, mm. all right. Uh, I watched a movie called While You Were Sleeping. Um, a Sandra Bullock rom romance movie that was on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Um, yeah, not a good movie. Uh, uh four out of ten. Um, not gonna watch it again. It has, okay. I think that's tolerable. I have that. Yeah, tolerable is my rating for that yeah. one. Um, yeah, it's got Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock and whatever. It, it's a movie. Um, sure. Not my thing. Uh, I then watched Aaron Brockovich, another mm, Steven Soderbergh more movie. Soderbergh. More Soderbergh. Yeah. Um, I really like Soderbergh. I think I'm discovering as I uh, am growing up. Uh, and I have a bunch of more Soderbergh that I want to watch this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Julia Roberts, really good. I don't know if you know this, but I really like Julia Roberts. I think she's a great actress, and I wish she was doing more. Has she done anything recently? She did that show Homecoming. I thought Homecoming was really good. I listened to the po- I've never seen it. I think you should watch it. I just totally forgot about that. I just got Amazon the other day, mm-hmm. so oh, I yeah. might check it out. But at the same time, Honestly, I'm not going to pay for Amazon. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm I'm on my free trial for Prime at the moment. I think the podcast is better than the show. What podcast is it? Homecoming. It um, Gimlet Media did just this like two mini series fiction podcast about Homecoming. And it has starred like um, Catherine Keener and David Schwimmer and David Cross. Whoa. Um, yeah, Oscar Isaac. Whoa. It was like a stacked podcast. <laughs> now, uh, Oscar Isaac, now we're talking. Now we're, now yeah. we're cooking. Uh, yeah, what, what, give me your next three or two. Next three or two? Uh, well, my next three were three. And then I watched uh, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee which is another concert movie, Jonathan Demi. Pretty good. I like Justin Timberlake. Uh, the concert movie was good. It was filmed well. It wasn't... No one needs to stop making sense level. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought about watching it, but I only like one Justin Timberlake song, and so <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to sit watching a concert movie for a song that I don't know that might not even be there, so... What's the one song? Uh, Mirrors. Mirrors is a banger. Mirrors. And it, it goes off in the movie. It does? Okay, because yeah. I, 
I love that song, Mirrors. I think it's so good. So good. So good. I, I want to yeah. listen to it, but yeah. Um, I'll do that after the podcast and I'll just be crying to myself. Okay, so was that Manchurian Candidate? No. So what was it? Justin Timberlake and what? Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids. And what did you say oh. movies before that? Uh, all three Mission Impossibles, but really oh, okay. All, all the Mission, yeah, 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 the first, yeah. The first three Mission Impossibles. Yeah, okay. Um, um, you go. Uh, Braveheart was my next one. Mm. Uh, I had never seen Braveheart before. It's been a movie I have never seen that was Braveheart. sitting on my shelf for like the last three years. Uh, and I woke up super early because I thought I was going to go on a hike that day. Um, I thought I was going to disobey the rules of the government and go on a hike. Um, but I didn't do that. But I still was awake super early. And I was like, well, I know Braveheart is like a three-hour movie, so let's just watch it. Um, good movie. Makes me hate the English a lot. Um, makes me a very proud uh, Irish Scotsman, you know. But yeah, Mel Gibson. Um, bad, bad dude, but, but good actor and good director. Mm. I would agree with both of those statements. So that that's that's my brave heart. I I think I will be watching it in the future, um, not immediately, but it's definitely a rewatchable movie. Mm-hmm. Cool. The next movie I watched was The Castle. The Castle. The Castle. That is like, I think it's by law in Australia that every Australian needs to see The Castle. Uh-huh. Even though I know. First time I've watched it in a long time. Dude, I think that movie's so funny. Holy mo Yeah. For our all of our international listeners, uh, first off, thank you for listening. Uh, the Castle is a classic Australian name. Uh, it's very funny and not that good. Wait, not that good. <laughs> Would you agree? I don't I think like there's some bits of it that are quite bad. <laughs> but it's so funny. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the castle's a bad movie? A little bit, yeah. No, no, what, no, 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 no. That is like nearly an eight to nine out of ten movie. Wow. Ah. Every like, it's like watching The Office. Like there are things that the characters do, and you're just like, oh, why? <laughs> like if you like Michael Scott in like The Office, you'll like the Kerrigan family. Yeah, that's my yeah, that's no, my I thought. Agree. Because like in those moments where yeah. like Michael Scott's just so painful, like the Kerrigan fan, especially the dad, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a great, there's a great bit with the judge. It's like, uh, and what law is that under, Mister Kerrigan? The law of bloody common sense. <laughs> like that, like epitomizes everything about Australian. Um, <laughs> the law of bloody common sense. The yeah. vibe of the constitution. Yeah, the constitution. <laughs> it, it's it's the vibe of the constitution. Yeah. Where in the constitution? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. And oh, just going to Bonnie Dude, and ah, oh, I love it so much. How's the serenity? How's the serenity? Um, oh, Miss Green. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, contact. Hmm. I watched Contact in February. Okay. 29th of Feb, one day off. Yeah. So this is my, yeah, watched Braveheart. And then I was like, I'm going to watch Contact. So before the whole virus thing kicked off, 
uh, I wrote a list of movies down to watch um, during COVID-19 time. And I've been slowly ticking them off. So, like, Contact Braveheart, uh, Contagion. What else was there? True Romance was one of them, I think. Okay, maybe not True Uh, But Contact, uh, really interesting movie. Um, The most interesting movie about faith, um, which is like a massive theme in that movie that I kept on picking up on. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Unfortunately, like the visual effects pulled me out sometimes. A couple of the effects pulled up very badly. Yeah, and like I was really engrossed and then the visual effects happen. Like when Jodie Foster's in that kind of alien planet i couldn't uh-huh. stop by seeing like the edging of the blue screen around her head yeah, yeah. it was um it was a little yeah. jarring at moments uh but it's a bobby z movie um i thought it was a good movie i, I i'm interested to rewatch it in the future all right what do you have um i then watched oh, mission Impossible ghost protocol okay, we yeah, about we that. About that. then i watched looking for alabrandi hey oh that's um pia Right. Yes, it is Peter. Australian um, Survivor. Australian spoilers oh, for Australian Survivor season four. The winner of Australian Survivor is the star of Looking for Alan Brandy, and it's it's an okay movie. It's kind of weird. Um, I feel like this is a like a touchstone movie for the maybe the generation older than us. Um, yeah, okay. it's very. It's very 2000s. It's mm. like none of my friends had ever seen it, but if I talk to older people, they all know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the exact same um, for me. Like older people that mm-hmm. I talk to are like, oh, yeah, 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 Alabrandi. I'm like, mm-hmm. I had never heard of it until uh, watching Australian Survivor. Yeah. I'd heard of it, but um, yeah, never seen it. Yeah. It's okay. I think. Sh- Honestly, I think Pia is better at Survivor than she Yeah, I saw you write that, and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> what is it, what is it about? I don't even know. What... She's like a 17-year-old self-described wog who basically like has, a, has crushes on boys, and she's Italian, and she doesn't like that she's Italian. And also her dad, who she never knew, came back, and her dad is played by Anthony LaPaglia. Who's the brother of the host of Australian Survivor? Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. That's so. <laughs> that's wild. It's weird. Whoa! Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, my head. <laughs> okay. Um. My next movie was Thank You for Smoking. Mm, um. Definitely. Yeah. The this is bad people, deplorables, uh, being good at their job, and I loved it for that. Um. <laughs> Every scene with Aaron Eckhart just being mean and mean and mean, I, I bought it every single time. Um, and, and it made me want to start smoking. I think everyone should have that reaction after watching the movie is that, hey, maybe I should start smoking. Maybe smoking is cool. I mean, that's not, that's not the takeaway I got out of it, but okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, it made smoking look pretty nice um i was surprised by some of the people in the movie i didn't know robert devall was in there i didn't know rob lowe was in there um Mm. yeah it's surprisingly stacked yeah okay uh what do you have next 
<sighs> my next movie is Martha Marcy May Marlowe. Wait, say that again. A great movie. Martha Marcy May Marlowe. Uh, 2011 movie directed by, uh, what is his name? Sean Durkin. Starring uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Sarah Paul. It's kind of Elizabeth Olsen's like breakout role. What is it about? Um, uh, I'll read the IMDb description. Yeah. Haunted by painful memories and increasing paranoia, a damaged woman struggles to reassimilate with her family after fleeing an abusive cult. Oh, oh. Um, um there was a YouTube video about um cult movies, and that was on there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I I love this movie. I thought it was- how, how did you come to it? I have no idea. I can't, I watched it like five years ago or something, what? and I kind of liked it. And I rewatched it, and I was blown away. Elizabeth Olsen, phenomenal. Some of the like stylistic touches are beautiful. It's one of the best edited movies I've probably ever seen. Wow! And I'm surprised no one talks about it. Um, this is the the debut film. Of the director Sean Durkin. What did he, Sean Durkin do? Nothing. He directed Martha Marcy May Marlene in 2011. Apparently, he's directed four episodes of a TV miniseries called South Cliff. I don't know. And then in 2020, he's he directed this movie called The Nest, starring Jude Law and Carrie Coon. And it's Apparently, it's meant to come out to cinemas on the 8th of May. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, yeah. Watch Martha Marcy May Marlene if you get a chance. Yeah. I loved it. I, I'm definitely... It sounds interesting. I like, <laughs> I like movies about cult. Um, mm. Like Midsummer, Lush, Ari Aster's follow-up to Hereditary. <sighs> Like I yes. loved that movie. I watched that this month. Do you want to talk about Midsummer? No, we'll, we'll, Let's talk about we'll, it. Okay, okay. We'll say we'll say. Wait, so you watched it in March? Sorry, I, I watched it in March. Yeah. Okay, no, let's talk about it. Okay. Um I have not seen Hereditary, so no no spoilers. Okay. Um I watched Midsummer uh on New Year's Eve. Um before I went to a New Year's Eve party. Uh and I watched it and I was so shocked that I was practically silent the whole party because I was just thinking about the movie. Yeah. I, uh, what cut, did you watch the theatrical or director's cut? I watched theatrical. Okay. I watched the director's cut. Um, uh-huh. uh, cause I did some research and people mostly were like, watch the director's cut. It's better. Yeah. Uh, it just, apparently it adds more atmospheric kind of stuff. Um, but holy moly, do I love Midsummer! Such a good movie. Can I just say, Florence Pugh, incredible. Oh, I love dude. Florence. I Pugh. love Florence Pugh as well. Like, I have such a big crush on Florence. Same, Pugh. but I think the whole world does. Yeah. You know who has the biggest we'll crush on Florence Pugh? Zach Braff. Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is wild. <laughs> Like, I love Zach Brown, and I love Florence Pugh. It's just such a weird combo. Yeah. Have you seen all three of her 2019 movies? I have not seen Little Women. 
You need to watch. It's on the list. It's on the list. It's It's on the list. So good. It's so good. I'm counting down the days till the Blu ray comes out because I'm buying it immediately and I'm sitting Um, down and watching it on repeat because it is so good. Like, do you like Greta Gerwig stuff? Like, do you like Lady Bird? I like Lady Bird, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, I watched Midsommar. And then right after that, I watched The Commuter, which stars, or it has Florence Pugh in it. And then directly after that, I watched Fighting With My Family. Wow. Um, that's, yeah, that's I've got in a real Pugh mood. <laughs> yeah, that's a real Pugh mood. Um, my next movie I watched was Hook. Mm. Um, boy, oh boy, am I a Hook fan. Um, it made me so happy to watch. Uh I think everyone is very good. I think the children actors are really good in it. I think Robin Williams is good in it. I think Steven Spielberg is good in it. And like, I've heard that Steven Spielberg hates it. He's like, it's like one of his least favorite movies. And I really want to sit him yeah. down and just yell at him. I think Hook is really good. And I want Steven Spielberg to know that Hook is a good movie. Uh, the, next, the next movie I watched was the one I... Uh, Charlie McDowell movie with um, Mark Triplass and Elizabeth Moss. Yep, the movie that you've told me to watch for so many years that I haven't watched. Yeah, I love this movie so much. It's so you have so many I, weird never, movies that you stand. I do love a lot of weird movies. Like, I stand. It's like this and hard. Jeff who lives at home. Jeff who lives at home. It's like um, these two movies are like the Peter movies. The, no, the add, add Juno to that, but that's not a weird movie. That's just... A, that's not that weird. But it's like those three, like that holy trinity of movies is like you in a nutshell. Maybe chuck in Social Network. I know that's even yeah, well, less... Well, everyone loves the Social Network. That's everyone like loves the Social Network. The best movie of the decade. Um, it's my favorite of all time. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, after that, I watched um, Rogue Nation... Uh, and then I watched Mad Max. Uh, yeah, Mad Max. Yeah, I watched Mad yeah. Max as well. Um, <laughs> what did you give it? I gave it three stars. Okay, I gave it three and a half, so seven. Hmm. Um, yeah. I had a lot more fun with it than I thought I would. I had a lot less fun with it than I thought. I had only ever seen Fury. I've never seen another Mad Max Yeah, movie. well, you can't put it against Fury Road. It's I, its know, own... I know I can't put it against Fury it's, it's Road. It's like Fury Road is just, again, one of those greatest movies of the decade. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's, it's an unfair comparison, but I couldn't not make the comparison. You are, Peter. Come on. Like, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Fury Road. I can't pretend that I'm not. But, like... Yeah, but you just uh... <laughs> like I look at it and I'm like, this is seventy cinema Australia, Australian seventy cinema. This is exploitation, you know, doing exploitation. And so, yeah, I think I I had fun when I put it through that prism. I was like, I enjoyed this. I think this is a good movie. I enjoyed it too. Well, no, I don't think, think it's bad. You gave it a three. And I gave it more. Okay. Um, after that, I watched The Departed. The Departed. Which is a really good movie. The Departed. The Departed. My apologies the to everyone. appointed federal marshals. 
<laughs> my apologies to anyone who lives in Massachusetts and Boston. Um, please don't beat us up. <laughs> please don't beat us up. You are my people. Uh, I go for the Patriots. Yay, Patriots. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like The Departed. I watched that in yeah. February and I thought it was a great movie. movie. A great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not Marty's best, but a definitely good Marty movie. I gave it four and a half stars. Um, what's the next movie you watched? Um, next movie I watched was First Reformed. Um, do I have to talk about it? <laughs> if you don't want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. I if you talk about it, if you talk about it, reformed. I'm going to talk about it. I don't okay, know how it. I feel about it. I purposely haven't given it a ranking at all because. It was so overwhelming, and I kind of need to watch it again because a lot happened. I love First Reformed. Okay, I get it, Peter. You love First Reformed. <laughs> you talk about how contact is faith movie. I think First Reformed is my faith movie. Um, oh, look, it, it is about faith. Like, it, it's, it's, it's called yeah, First it's, Reformed. It's, it's about... Yeah. It's, it's literally about... Faith. Like, minister of a church. <laughs> and losing um, his faith. Mm-hmm. I think Ethan Hawke and Amanda Seyfried and the other guy whose name Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cedric is also really good, but I mean the Amanda Seyfried. Oh yeah, that scene is very good. Yeah. Every scene with the the the, it, it, the scene with him in the house and they're talking. Mm-hmm. I was and like the, in the background. There's just that like that video. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was hooked. I was like, "This is dang good." Yeah. Uh, and then Apparently, when he goes out is... to meet him at the snow, I was like, "Oh, okay." Mm. Yep. Uh, Philip Ettinger. Ettinger. Um, I'm just gonna go through my next two really quickly. Um, yeah, go because first reform made me so depressed. I went uh-huh. from, okay. So in one day, I went from hook to first reformed. Um. And then I went to the Goofy movie. Um, okay. Yep, yeah, Goofy movie. It it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I gave it uh, three out of five because it made me feel nice and warm, and that's what I wanted after watching First Reform. That made me feel depressed. And then I watched The Princess Diaries. Anne Hathaway, good actress. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that I don't really have much to say. I gave it two and a half for Princess Diaries. Um, yeah. The next thing I watched was The Invisible Man. Oh, yeah. The um, Elizabeth Moss How is it? horror movie. It was pretty good. Um, cool little Blumhouse horror. Um, there's a man who's invisible, and it's what? kind of scary. It <laughs> spoils. Wait, there's a it's man who's well invisible? shot. It's well edited. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah. I heard it was filmed in Australia. I think so. The director, Lee Winnell. He's an he's an Aussie. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's in Saul. See the Yeah. It's like him and Carrie Ellis. Is he in it? I think he I think he's in it. Right. I think he's the He is, no, he is, he is. I think he's the main dude with um the guy from that movie that I hate. Yeah, no, you're right, he is in it. Yeah. And then after that I watch Love You. The two thousand nine movie with Paul Rudd and Jason Sagel. Oh, I love you, man. It's a, yeah. It's a fun movie. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. Jason Siegel's just a good actor, I think. I've I've been watching um 
How I Met Your Mother. Same. I love How I Met Your Mother. Same. How I Met Your Mother is better than Friends. Yeah. And then after that, I watched Mad Max 2. Yeah, I watched that this month in April. Um, mm. Do we want to wait for... Do we want to talk about it now? Let's uh, talk about it now. Let's now talk- let's, okay, let's talk about it. Um, Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. Is the prototype for Fury Road. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, and it is a great movie. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, you're wrong. I think um, it's a... I think it's a quite good movie. I think it's a great movie, and I gave it a little heart thing because I love it. Um, yeah, the, I, I'm baffled by the car chases they do, but the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Oh, this is just Fury Road prototype." Like the whole ending with the truck, with him driving yeah. the rig. I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is Fury Road." How many movies do you have left to go through? Or should we talk about most of them? Okay, I got six. Okay, you go. Okay, draft day. Best non-Disney movie to watch. Like it, it, it plays like a Disney. Ever? It plays like a Disney okay. movie. <laughs> well, okay, what I mean is that it plays like a Disney movie, but it isn't a Disney. Mm-hmm. So it's the best non-Disney Disney movie. I know what you mean. Yeah, it gives you those same feels. It ge- it gives you that same feels, and it's just that little bit mature. Um, yeah, good movie. Good movie to watch with the family. Um, that that's a good movie to me. That's a that's a three and a half. Okay, my next one, and I'm very happy to talk about it, was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. Um. Uh, again, like Braveheart, this is a movie that I've had on my shelf years, uh, and I was like, it's finally time. That was on the list. That was on the list of movies to watch uh, during COVID nineteen. Um, mm-hmm. Holy moly, this movie is great. I, why didn't I watch it sooner? Um, <laughs> I gave it four and a half. Um, Ang Lee, martial arts, some of the best choreography. Like, the moments where the choreography, and you just notice that the camera hasn't cut. Like, it's still rolling. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is so crazy. Um, yeah, really liked it. And it's just, just the right amount of sappiness that I like. Have you seen it? I've watched, like, half of it. Um, which I don't normally do. I can't remember why, but I remember I started watching it and I know that I haven't watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have two more and then I'm practically done. Okay. Uh, I have two. Basically, I'll just go through some. Um, Mission Possible Fallout, we already talked yep. about. Tiger King, we're not going to talk about. Um, Stop Making Sense for the second time. Midsommar. The Commuter. Uh, I also want to talk about Apocalypse Now. Hey, oh. I watched Apocalypse Now. Hey, oh. I watched the theatrical cut, not the redux. Yep, good on you. Good on you. That's the one to watch. Mm, this is the first time I've seen the theatrical. And it's, it's better, I think. I really do think. I haven't watched better. Redux. I, but again, I, I, I usually go, if there are multiple cuts of a movie, I usually Google. What is the best one to watch? <laughs> which one makes the most sense? Which one has the best pacing and all that? Um, yeah. And that one, everyone was just like, watch the theatrical, Redux sucks. And then when the final cut came <laughs> out, people were like, theatrical still better. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really like Apocalypse Now. I haven't seen it in it's a few really years. Um, 
but I have a sneaking suspicion that it, it it's a very high number. What do you mean a very high number? Like I, I like I would give it a high ranking. Oh I, yeah, I've given. I gave it four stars. It's so interesting. Ranking movies kind of um, it kind of makes you think. Like, is that movie actually that much? I don't. I don't like rate a movie. I rate. Did I? Did you enjoy it? How much did I enjoy yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I enjoyed Apocalypse very... Now four stars out of five. Yeah, I think I'm very similar in that mind. Um, because there are movies here that have changed. Uh, when I've rewatched it. Yeah. Because <laughs> my next movie is one of those things where my ranking changed for. What's your next movie? Knives Out. I watched it with my family, uh, mm-hmm. and it was so, 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 so good. Um, uh, so that's a 9 out of 10 this time. Before it was a bit lower, mm-hmm. it was just a, an 8 out of 10. Uh, but yeah, I, I just enjoyed it so much. I think it's a beautifully made movie. I think it's well shot. Uh, and the only, like, one of the problems I had with it was the car chase. But that is quickly made better when Daniel Craig's character comes up to name Anna 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 Diamas. Diamas, is that it? Anna I think that's it. Anna Diamas. Anna Diamas. I don't know. Yeah, he comes up to her car and he's like, "That was the stupidest car chase ever." I was like, <laughs> "Oh, thank you. Cool. The movies noted that it was a bad car chase. Thank you. That is smart. I really like Knives Out." Um, uh, who's your favorite character in Knives Out? Who's your favorite person? Uh, that's tough. Because I definitely have mine. I, I know mine. Who's yours? Michael Shannon. Yeah. I Yeah, he's good. I I I love him so much in that movie. Um but everyone's so good. Uh, Chris Evans is really good in it. Like uh-huh. the amount of how much you love him when you first meet him. It's crazy. I think maybe Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, wow. Probably yeah. my fave. Yeah. Or Daniel Craig. Yeah. Do you have one I more left? Counts. I have one more left. Okay. I, okay. I just prisoners. went same. Uh, so, uh, stop making sense. Oh, sorry. Near the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to say my second last, but my last one was Mad Max. Okay. So what was the last... What's the last movie we need to talk about from your list? For me, the last one we need to talk about is Prisoners. Hey, oh. The Denis Villeneuve. What ranking did you give that one? I gave it four stars. Yeah, you're crazy. Um, Prisoners. I can see you gave it five stars. Prisoners is a five out of five. Um, it is so, so good. Hugh Jackman is so scary. It is one of the scariest movies. Paul Dano is so good. Melissa Leo is really good. But it's like Denis yeah. Villeneuve batting very well. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Roger Deakins as the cinematographer, and like any Deakins movie is a great movie. Yeah, Prisoners. What's good yeah. and what's bad? Let 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 let's talk. Um, I think I like almost every element. I think Viola Davis does very little. I think almost all of the women in the movie. Do very little, except for Melissa Leo. Um, well, is that the point of the movie? Is it? I don't know. It's, it is. There's definitely themes of like um, threatening your masculinity and like people. Oh um, yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. What does fatherhood mean? 
the masculinity yeah. question in that is very deep. Mm. First time I watched it, it was like a uh, so tense, so tense. Just like not knowing what's going to happen. Ah, scary. My last movie, it's not my my last movie was Mad Max, but we already talked about it. Uh, is a movie called Roxanne. Uh, there's not really an, a lot to say. It's a Steve Martin comedy from 1987. He has a very big nose. Uh, I'm looking at the poster now. There's a large nose. It's a very large nose. Uh, uh, it has, um, I don't know, Daryl Hannah in it. Um, yep. It was, it, I liked it. I liked it. It was fun. It was fun. Uh, watched it with the family. Just what we needed, you know, just that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's my march. Cool. All right. So, that's good marches. So, I'm just going to give a quick recap of everything I watched, and then you can do the same. Ready? Okay. Rachel Getting Married, California Typewriter, Mission Impossible 2, True Romance. Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13, Faster Pussycat Kill Kill, Ricky and the Flash, Contagion, Wolfpack Live at Madison Square Garden, While You Were Sleeping, Aaron Brockovich, Braveheart, Contact, Thank You for Smoking, Hook, First Reformed, A Goofy Movie, The Princess Diaries, Draft Day, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Knives Out, Stop Making Sense, Roxanne, Mad Max. Okay. I watched Richard Jewell, Parasite, Country Panda, Truth About Charlie, Yesterday, Going Clear, Stop Making Sense. Unstoppable. We didn't talk about Unstoppable. Oh, why did we skip Unstoppable? I actually skipped it, sorry. Uh, We'll come back. Contagion, Ricky and the Flash, The Two Popes, Wally, 12 Angry Men, Mission Impossible, Doom, 3, Justin Timberlake and the Tennessee Kids, The Castle, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, Looking for Al Brandy, Martha Marcy May Marlene, The One I Love, Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, Mad Max, The Departed, The Invisible Man, The Man, Mad Max 2, Mission Impossible Fallout, Apocalypse Now, Stop Making Sense, Prisoners, Midsummer, and The Commuter. Wow. Let's talk about Unstoppable because we skipped over it and Unstoppable deserves to be talked about. Unstoppable is great. Unstoppable is great. It shouldn't be great, but it is great. And I'll tell you why it is great. Tony Scott, that's why. Tony Scott's pretty good. Denzel is really good too. And I think it's the last Tony Scott movie, which is one heck of a way to go out. Yeah, like in that movie, I don't think there's a single shot where something isn't moving. Mm. It's always moving. Oh, I love Unstoppable. You're right. It was his last movie. It was his last movie. Well, we're talking yeah. about how Ricky and the Flash is a bad movie for Jonathan Demi to go out. Unstoppable is a great movie for it's Tony a Scott great to go out. Movie. And it's a great movie that epitomizes everything about Tony Scott. Like it's a, the most Tony Scott movie, I think. But again, like, as I was talking about before, True Romance is a very different kind of action movie that he did throughout the, like, 90s and bit of 80s. And then the 2000s, he gives you, like, Unstoppable. It's like, well, mm-hmm. this guy is a master. Cool. The only thing I don't like about Unstoppable is TJ Miller. I don't like TJ Miller. Yeah, neither do I. You know what I think about a lot? TJ Miller is in Ready Player One. And I don't know why. What a weird movie. What is, what is Ready Player One? I don't know. But you know what? I'll tell you what. I enjoy watching Ready Player One. Really? I didn't that much. Like, it's a bad movie, but oh. damn do I enjoy watching it. Wow, okay. 
I don't know. I just have a lot of fun. I think it's it's Spielberg being Spielberg. It's Spielberg trying to capture his magic, but he can't do it. Yeah, no, he can't. Where Hook on the reverse is Spielberg capturing the magic and getting the magic. Just saying, Spielberg, he seems to be a very, very good director. Yeah, we should probably keep our eyes on this guy. Yeah, I think he's got a bright, promising career, yeah, ahead bright future ahead. You know. Okay, I think that's our march. I think it is. All right, Peter. Future prediction mm-hmm. for April. How many movies do you think you're going to watch in April? I am going to guess thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. I think I will probably hit twenty-five. Okay. I think I'll pull in the same number as I did this month. Cool. Awesome. So you said that we should assign movies to each other. Uh Uh-huh. And we have to watch them, right? Have to watch it. We have to watch it. Dude, this is so much power. Yeah. Yeah. I could really... I've got mine ready. I could really... You know what I'm going to make you watch? What are you going to make me watch? I'm going to make you watch the one I love. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, you're welcome. Like, it was predictable. You're welcome. Okay, let me write that down. I am going to make you watch... You have to watch Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet? Okay. Yeah, have fun with that one. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Blue Velvet's a weird... Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, man. I hope you like... David Lynch being David Lynch. I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> I quite like David. David Lynch's uh, philosophy of how to watch movies is if you're watching it on your phone, uh, you're not experiencing the movie. I, I don't really know what that means. He's like, if you're watching a movie on, on your phone, like let's say you're watching Lawrence of Arabia on your phone, you are not watching Lawrence of Arabia. You're not feeling Lawrence of Arabia. Like that's a movie you need to watch on a bigger screen. But I took that a bit further and I was like, okay, no movies on phone, iPad or laptop. I mean, would it be better on a TV? Probably. Does that mean that you're not understanding it, that you're not going to experience it? I think watching Lawrence of Arabia on a laptop does not do justice to Lawrence of Arabia. Probably not. Um, But I think it's better to watch it on a laptop than to not watch it. uh, No, I would argue the other way. Really? It's better for you to not watch it at all than to watch it on a laptop. That's my philosophy. I know that you're a big laptop watcher, dude. I'm a laptop boy. I watch everything on my laptop. Yeah, see, I I think that's why you watch so many movies. <laughs> I think it is. And I think that's why I don't watch as much movies. Because I'm like, I need to watch it on like a television screen, you know? I think that is the end. Thank we are done. Thank you for listening to Monthly Movie Matchup. Peter, where can we find ourselves? Where can we find ourselves? <laughs> yeah, where can we find ourselves? On the interwebs, you know? If you were on the interwebs and you wanted to find us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at MMMU Podcast, on Instagram at MMMU Podcast. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, um, let us know your thoughts on the show. If you want to give any feedback, ask any questions. If you want us to watch a movie, we will watch it if you tell us to watch it. Uh, our email is mmmupodcast at gmail.com. If you have any correspondence, any thoughts, 
Uh, also, if you could leave us a rate and a review on the iTunes store or on Everyday Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated. All right. See you next month.